Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. Psalm 63, verse 3. So here's what I wrote. God is better than life because God is unwavering, ready to enfold us in his embrace. He is near even when we behave like fugitives. We waver, hide, and lie to ourselves and others. But even then, God is reaching out and calling us to turn back to him. Will we ever stop fleeing? And what I mean by that is that God, uh, when you were created, when anyone was created, God knew you and he could see your life, I, I think, you know, all the way through. And when we turn away from him, we're actually going against his nature. We're going against all these wonderful things he has for us. Uh, at least that's uh, one way of it, looking at it. Well, the Lord says to the prophet Jeremiah, uh, I knew you while you were yet in the womb. I formed you. Uh, I consecrated you. And I called you to what your purpose was to be. Uh, it's fascinating that um, the Saul, the uh, prophet Jeremiah feels this sense uh, from the Lord in the Lord's words that there's such a purposefulness and uh, life is more than just existence. Life is life. And that uh, when we find it in God, uh, that reality of his presence changes everything from mere existence to uh, to our purpose. And that's why we can say the Lord's steadfast love is better than life. Yeah, I, I was uh, kind of concentrating on your word purposefulness, uh, and then you just uh, ended uh, purpose. And I, I just want to actually develop that just a little bit uh, when we oftentimes define purpose as uh, kind of from an uninitiated point of view, we see, well, my purpose is to make millions of bucks. Uh, my purpose is to get do this, to get do that. Uh, but rarely have I heard over the course of time, what is God's purpose for me? And how am I interpreting that? I mean, so... Uh, I, I, at this stage of my life, I think that God's purpose for me is being worked out in this very recording. I don't know what the end result will that will be, but I'm comfortable with that because I believe I am in God's purpose, and my purpose is trans is is in trans transitional and transformational, in the sense that uh, I have gone from my purpose to God's purpose. Uh, with my purpose, I sort of had concrete ideas of where that might take me. With God's purpose, I just feel joy in the moment. Yeah, it's kind of following the lead of Jesus, who seems to identify his ultimate purpose is to bring glory to the Father. Uh, he's constantly bringing the conversation back to that, especially in the Gospel of John. And that all the other things, even his, uh, what we could call his 
economic or task purpose of getting to the cross and being resurrected, all is a reflection of that desire for bringing glory to God, glory to the Father. It makes sense that the um, Westminster Confession uh, leads with this question, uh, what is the chief end of humans? And the response is, the chief end of humans is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And so glorifying God is our ultimate purpose. And then we have some sub-purposes underneath that. Some of those purposes may allow us to make a million dollars or make a thousand dollars. It really doesn't matter. Those are non-consequential to the reality is that where God has placed me, he wants me to be a reflection of his glory. So in Eric, in your case, uh, producing goods such as books that were helpful to people and leading a company so that others would have jobs and to make a decent living for yourself in that brought glory to God. That was your sub-purpose to the larger purpose of bringing glory to him. And now, as you are doing that with less intensity, but giving yourself to the proclamation of God's word, that becomes another place, uh, activity, a lower task. And so all of life can be drawn into this ongoing process of giving glory to God.